You're listening to The Happy Hour with Nick Sainert and Enrique Alvarez-Clary. Sponsored by Empire Fence and Netting on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Four zero two four six four five six eight five. The Honda Lincoln Hotline, the Starter Hammond Text Line, both those open for you guys. Um, I one one quick. Okay, so we got a couple of football notes that I want to I want to get to, and kind of a, a continuation off of the conversation that we had earlier. Um, but f- to put a bow on the basketball thing. So my favorite, my favorite, one of the favorite things from K-State's whole performance last night was. And I should have had the, I should have gotten the audio. I should have put my phone up there so we could have the audio of Casey talking. Um, but basically, in the post game press conference, Robin Washington of on three asked him, "Hey, so Casey, when when did you think? You know, when did you realize that you were you were on? When did you realize that you were going to be hot tonight um, and have a big night?" And he said, um, "Probably the first shot." That's all he said. He's like, "Probably the first shot." <laughs> my man's hit a shot, and he He's goes, like, "Yep, I'm here." I'm yep, here. That's it. When so, the first shot goes in, you're like, "Yep, this is it." It's just, it's just a awesome. volume shooter like him. Yeah, no, it's somebody that can get as hot as he can, as quickly as he can. That first shot, that's it. That's all he needs. Yeah, he's just, he's just sitting there posing after a three, putting his arm up after the layup. Like he's having a blast. Mm-hmm. That 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 shot from the corner right in front of his bench, where he ended up running down. Uh, Boston College called a timeout. He ended up running all the way down and like shoulder checking the the stanchion on the other side. Dude, he got it. There was a dude literally in his face, and he's like, "You know what? I'm throwing it up. Nothing but net." It yeah. was just, he just, like you said before, he didn't see a defender. There was nobody on that court but him. Mm-hmm. So okay, so here is, we said that there's gonna if there's new new reports, new information that comes out, we will we will let you guys know. Um, this was uh, Matt Rule was actually on the Jim Rome show earlier today, and he. Jim Rome asked Matt Rule on uh, about Mickey Joseph, um, and and Matt Rule said this quote: "I was obviously surprised. I had met Mickey once prior, just prior to that. I was scheduled to actually talk to him again yesterday. I was shocked and surprised. Hopefully, everything gets resolved." Matt Rule added: "I spoke to him before all this happened. I met with the whole staff, all the guys that were here before. We were scheduled again to meet yesterday, but obviously th- things have changed since then." So that's Matt Rule. Um, just kind of first thing that we've heard from from Matt Rule on this situation. Um, yeah, unfortunately. Um, yeah, let's uh, hard okay. transition. Yeah, let's go ahead and, and make a hard transition. Um, okay, four zero two four six four five six eight five. The Honda Lincoln Hotline, the Starter Hammond Text Line, both those open for you guys. The rest of the way here. All right, let's let's yes, dive into Texture. Husker. I think people still listen to Jim Rome. I'm not even sure where you could listen to it. I'm not either. Uh, like I'm wondering. I if, didn't know if Jim Rome guys, still had a show. I'm wondering if those guys have now like a stream capability. That that's how they. Probably. That's how they, who knows? Who knows? But um, appreciate you guys listening to the Happy Hour. Yeah. So thank you guys for listening um, to us. Okay, so we're better than Jim Rome. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Except we can't get Matt Rule on the uh, show. There, there is. Well, yeah, we we <laughs> actually can't. Like we are not allowed. Um, here's another breaking news in, in the world of college football. Michigan running back Blake Corum is expected to have knee surgery and is out for the season. Dang it. The Heisman candidate should make a full recovery. He tried to play last week versus Ohio State, but his torn ACL in the knee made it impossible. Um, So, with that in mind, does Purdue have a shot on Saturday? I I don't know. Did you see Michigan's backup? Well, yeah. 
I understand. He went off against I understand Ohio who State. it is. Michigan. It's Michigan. Uh, Purdue always has a chance against ranked teams. That's just kind of their thing. They're, I think they're 3-0 and versus ranked teams this year. Yeah. So they're, that's just their thing is they go against they a ranked up. team, everybody kind of counts them out, and then they show up and they show out. So I'm not going to say that they don't have a chance, but in my mind, Michigan does all the things that kind of counter Purdue. So I, I would still, you know, yeah. bet on Michigan. Uh, unnamed texter says, why aren't you allowed to have rule on? There's there's stuff with university it doesn't let head coaches come on other radio stations. Um, assistant coaches are fine. And also head coaches of of lesser sports, not even lesser. It's like the big three are not allowed. We can't. Unless you're a Husker radio affiliate, affiliate yes, you that's can't the right have the head to. coach of football, men's basketball, or baseball. Yes, yes, yep, yeah. Those are the th- we. Yeah, those are the three. Can we have John Cook? I, I I think John Cook is an interesting one. I don't think we can. I, don't, I think I don't he's think an you exception. Can. I, I think he's kind of an exception of since he's yeah. who he is. But we can get women's basketball, track yep. and field, wrestling. You know, rifle swimming and diving, bowling. both gymnastics, yeah, bowling. Exactly. We can get we can get any of them, and we can get assistance from the. We can, the big, yeah, we can get assistance three, from the football. Big, or big three or big four. Yeah, we've had Jalen Ray. Well, DP's had Jalen Reyes. DP has Jalen Reyes. We have um, Tyler says. Well, well, Hoiberg was on with Sam. That's yes. different. There, there's, there's that's difference. his that's his yeah. son. Yeah, there's. I mean, go ahead. I, and, and here's the deal. Like, and also, I don't. I, maybe they went through something and it was just okay. I don't. I don't yeah. know. I, I, I wrote like, the I, board I, for that we're one. Ju- we're just telling you what. what I met Fred Hoiberg. I got here. a picture with him. I'm just telling you what we hear. What we have. Yeah. What we, that's I, it. Look, that's what you. we're told. Yeah. yeah. So, um, there it is. All right. So, let, let's dive into Husker volleyball here because they host Delaware State. Delaware State making their first appearance into the NCAA tournament this this season. Um, I mean, Rico, kind of. I mean, kind of break it down. Delaware State doesn't have a shot. Delaware State, okay. I'm never gonna. A, I'm never gonna there's say a, there's, there's a height disparity. Yeah, there is. Okay, but that's usually what happens. So Delaware yes. State is the MEAC champions. Okay, um, they are. If you look at you know defensive uh, opponent hitting percentage, right? Nebraska is ranked number one in the country in defensive hitting in opponent hitting percentage. Delaware State is ranked second. Yeah. Now the difference is Nebraska plays in the Big Ten and has played multiple Power Five opponents. Delaware State has played one Power Five opponent. That is West Virginia in a match that they lost. Other than that, they've played other um, lower conference opponents, including obviously all the all the teams in the MIAC. They're the MIAC champions, as I said. Um, they have five players at six foot one. That's as tall as they get. Nebraska has eight players over six foot two. Um, only one of them doesn't play. A decent amount, and that would be Maggie Mendelson, who is, I believe, splitting her practice time between volleyball and basketball. Maybe she's just uh, practicing for volleyball, especially at this uh, current state, um, but she'll be joining the basketball team once the volleyball season is over for the Huskers. But, yeah, it's uh, there, there's a slight height discrepancy, but that's usually what happens in these first-round matchups with the higher seeds and the um, lower conference champions is, you know, the 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 – Taller, yeah. better athletes usually go to the better schools, well, yeah. I and mean, that's just kind of what happens. But um, I, I, I wouldn't count them all the way out. They're still a they're still a scrappy team. Again, they're second in in opponent hitting percentage. They're really good defensively. I think John Cook was letting us know that they're really quick. They cover uh, really well on the defensive side of things. And look, mm-hmm. they're not going to be afraid to take some rips. Obviously, they're going to they're they're going to put up a fight. I don't really expect this game to go past three sets. I'm expecting Nebraska to sweep them and, and then, you know, set up a match with the winner of Miami and Kansas tomorrow. I misspoke on the water cooler. It's tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that's 
something that's happened. So so here just to give you a, give the listeners a little more information on Delaware State, 24 and 6 overall. Um, as Rico said, they won their first MEAC championship uh, since 1986 to earn its first ever bid to the NCAA tournament. Um, they enter Lincoln with a nine-game winning streak. Um, they are second nationally with 2.22 aces per set and are tied for third in the country with 242 team service aces all season long. That is impressive. That's impressive. Now, as Rico said, John Cook was telling the media earlier this week that Delaware State is a pretty solid defensive team. Here's where Nebraska and Delaware State have something in common. They lead the nation, and I know Rico's mentioned this earlier this week, lead the nation in opponent hitting percentage. The Huskers have a .129 clip, and Delaware State is holding their opponents to a .132 hitting percentage. Um, and then it goes on to say that the article that I'm reading, Senior Libero, uh, or Senior Libero, however you want to pronounce it. It depends uh, on who you're, who you're talking to. Yeah. Jasmine Cruz leads the Hornets with 4.3 digs per set. Um, so that's just a little bit of information on on Delaware State. 24-6 and six overall. They went 11-3 and three in conference play as they well. They do have Sidney Lewis, who ranks number two in the nation in hitting percentage. He's hitting 449 and averages 1.92 kills and 1.12 blocks per set. So, again, they're coming in here. They're a Cinderella story. Um they they have nothing to lose. It's their first tournament appearance. They're coming to Lincoln. They're going to experience the D- Devaney Center um, for, I believe, the first time. So it's going to be really interesting. It'll be a fun match. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of um, long rallies and some, some crazy defensive plays from both squads. But um, I, I do expect Nebraska to, to sweep this one. Um, Allie Batenhorst is still playing all six rotations, uh, along with Maddie Kubik with the loss of Kenzie Knuckles last Wednesday to a torn ACL. Um, so she'll be, you know, all over the place. Hopefully they, they, he said that she's been practicing better. Her, her back row defense has been getting a lot better, but it's, it's going to be up to her and, and Maddie, you know, going all six rotations to keep things covered up. My laptop should be muted and it's not, I apologize for that. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it's going to be really interesting, and I, I, I'm not you know a volleyball savant, but I'm, I'm expecting a decent amount of kills from from the middles in this one. There it is. So there's Rico. Appreciate it, man. Hey, I do I do my best. I'm hey, trying. Yeah, no, I'm, I, I'm learning you're, as you're, I go. You're, hey, it's it's learning as as on the fly. Um, NCAA tournament. Here we are. So. Um, like I mean, yeah, they, look, Nebraska a, from, and John Cook are are they're usually built well, for the tournament. They usually peak at the right time. Unfortunately, I mean, he was telling us last uh, last week and earlier this week that they he felt as if they were peaking um, that Tuesday practice, that Wednesday practice, and then all the wind went out of their sails. All their hearts, you know, dropped to the floor uh, when Kenzie Knuckles got hurt. So they're trying to rebuild from that. Um, again, she'll be on the bench. She'll, she'll still be there uh, offering support and, and, you know, being the captain that she is and, and, you know, letting people know, you know, where they need to be, how they need to be and, and, you know, giving her support during timeouts and, and, and during sets. So again, it's, it's shades of, I believe they said, 2000 see i'm gonna get this wrong i'm not even gonna say it. it's shades of of another time when nebraska was in the NCAA tournament and one of their players uh ended up getting hurt and was on the bench offering support there it is um so once again espn plus right espn plus for, for the, the first, first two round. rounds for the first two espnu rounds, yeah. for regionals espn 
for the final four. And it's always ESPN two, and then ESPN two for the championship. Yeah, it's always ESPN two for the championship. I don't. I, get I, it. I'm never sure why. I, I never don't understand. Get it. So why. you got to get a streaming service to watch these first two rounds, yeah, so. uh, and then you got to go to ESPNU for or, more than likely Louisville, or or make make your way uh, to to the Bob. Make your way to the Bob. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah, no, that's true. Um, so it is interesting just looking at from a, from a grander scale. Um, Nebraska. We talked to Lincoln Arneal about it also yesterday. Like Nebraska, looking at the four regions on the bracket or the four brackets, I should say, if you want to divide it up, Nebraska has the the not easier path necessarily, but the the better of the four options. Like they they have. The, the best opportunity in see, the Louisville ba- see, bracket. I don't know, because Louisville's so, been like low-key. They, they've been a top-four team all yes. year. They just haven't been talked about. Stanford That's snuck true. into the top four. I still think San I, Diego I think, was robbed. I, I think the big thing here, Rico, when you look at the volleyball, especially as Nebraska fans, you want to avoid Texas and Wisconsin for as long as you can. I don't think so. I mean, they took they went down to Austin and beat Texas last that. year. I know this is a different Texas be, team I mean, with a lot, a, yeah. a, a lot of different a lot of different players on this team. But well, I mean, they Huskers were they well. were a number one seed last year as well. And Nebraska went down there yeah. and, and took them down down in Austin. So I don't think they're not. See, the thing is, they're not scared of anybody. I know no, the fan. No. The fans are, are. You know, I'm glad we avoided Texas and Wisconsin and Stanford and whatever. But this team, Matty Kubik said it yesterday. When they play up to their potential, which they believe that they're they're getting up there, they think they can beat anybody in the nation. Well, they're 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 right up there with the top four teams. I mean, they're a two seed. They're they're in the top ten. They are one of the best teams in the nation. They're not scared of anybody. I understand that there's the long losing streak against Wisconsin. Uh, they haven't beat Stanford in quite some time. But again, the number one team in the nation, Texas. They they went down to Austin beat them well, last year and I get that I wasn't trying to say that Nebraska volleyball is scared of their opponents no, I, or anything no, I like that yeah. and, and here's another thing that I guess we keep in mind Danny Busboom Kelly is is in Nebraska's bracket they're in their region where where they she understands it she knows um, John she knows John Cook she knows John Cook I, I guess maybe my my way of thinking in that in that thought was would you rather play Wisconsin on the road in Madison where against a program that you haven't beaten them mm-hmm. in so long, out or would the, you rather play them in Omaha in the Final Four if you're able to make it? Out of the top four seeds, Louisville is the one that you you believe that 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 everybody believes that you have a better chance. And that's against. no knock against Louisville either. Like that's just that's not a knock against yeah. Louisville. Just. Just where where we're at supposedly. So I mean, if you go with you know two of the top two of the top four seeds, you already lost to this season. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other one, I you know as I'm saying, you know you beat them last year, but they've been uh, they got one loss this year. They've been they've been yeah. damn near perfect all year. Although they were pushed to five sets by Kansas, who again right. is here has to play Miami, um, and Nebraska beat Kansas in four sets in Grand Island in an exhibition match. So look, I know Nebraska volleyball is not scared of anybody. I'm not scared of anybody for them. I I think they they get the thing done. I'm I am hoping to travel to Omaha, yeah, to watch the final four. Well, so Kudoba guy asks Rico to cover Nebraska, yeah, to cover Nebraska specifically. Um, Kudoba guy, Rico, we're going to the game tonight. What does the concession situation look like? Should we eat dinner before, or can I get myself a hot, delicious runza for din din? Um, <laughs> they got the concession still on the bottom level, just like they did with the old Devani, and also like in the main concourse. There level, are right? mul- there are multiple concession stands throughout the Devani. You yeah. will be just fine. Yeah, so you can get a, a delicious runza. For, Although for if din din. You, yeah, for Din Din. Although, if you do try to use the restroom in between the second and third sets, I'm letting you know because I had to do that. The lines are extremely long, mm-hmm. and I missed like the first seven points of the third set, and I felt terrible. Yeah. Rico is up there crying. 
I was. There were reports. I missed. I missed my uh, my that's, regular. That's something factual that we can report. Yeah, I missed my regular. Who got the first point of the of the set tweet? Yeah, there <laughs> it is. All right, let's go ahead and take our final timeout. When we come back, we'll be joined by uh, Nate and Strick for the crossover. We'll probably break down Husker hoops a little bit more. Strick was in the building. We were watching the game together last night from up in uh, Media Row. And so we were, uh, we, we had some thoughts. We shared our thoughts on it. So we'll, we'll talk to Strick and Nate coming up in next as we wrap up Thursday's show on the happy hour. Download our app by searching 93.7, the ticket in your app store to stay in touch and listen all day long, wherever you are. More of the happy hour is next on 93.7, the ticket and the ticket FM.com.